Well, hello, everybody. I'm back. Going to record this episode. It's August 1st. It's about 5 o'clock in the afternoon. Or in the evening. Whatever you call it. I don't know. To me, it's afternoon. The evening doesn't start till really about... About 7, maybe. Once it gets dark. It's not dark yet. Um, and then, then, then that's night. But, whatever. Neither here nor there. Um, but we're going to get into it. <sighs> Barbie. Um, wow. You know what? The hype is fucking real. I I mean, it had everything. It fucking had everything. I can't believe it. It just had everything. Like, I mean, most of the world has seen it by now, right? We all, we all know it's a billion dollar movie. We all know Barbie is uh, Oppenheimer thought it was the shit and then went heads up with Barbie and actually if there was no Oppenheimer in the way you can you would have been able to put another three or four hundred million on Barbie and, and Hollywood needs to clear the way uh, the next time they do that but I understand maybe they thought for a second oh maybe maybe Barbie but I, I knew before the movie came out, leading up to the movie, that the Barbie fandom was in full force and just the marketing strategy behind it. If you're online and you see things, immediately the internet dropped, jumped on this Barbenheimer joke meme. Uh, you know, you had rumors that they... they Slowed the production of pink, pink paint around the world because they consumed so much, which I don't even know if it's true because there's not there is a lot of pink in the movie, but not like so much that you're like, wow, like that's crazy that everything is pink. Not, and that's not even the case. Uh, but they had that. I mean, they had a lot of stuff going for it. Then the movie came out, and I went to go see Oppenheimer because I was not gonna not see Oppenheimer. Oppenheimer, Oppenheimer to me was my go-to movie, but as the weeks got closer to both of them releasing, I quickly understood that Barbie was going to be maybe the biggest movie of this year. Like, just the tidal wave of hype, the tidal wave of things that you would just see and hear about it, and and it culminated into me. I, I'm a Marvel fan. I'm a Godzilla fan. Um, I love the fuck out of Mario. Like, I just think Mario was like one thing away from being a 10 out of a 10 movie. And that's a slight nitpick. I just was like, well, the ending credits should have been Link. Could have been Sonic. Could have been any number of other people. Instead, they were like, oh, we'll go with Yoshi. Uh, and I thought that was like, that probably was like the only thing that I was like, huh. Could have been Metroid. Could have been anybody. It could have been anything or anybody. But that's the movie was. I mean, I've watched the movie like at least 10 times since it came out. I watched it three times in the movies. Uh, I watched Avatar like three times. Like, and. If I had the time and money and the desire to, I, prob- I probably should see Barbie another time before it leaves movie theater because, once again, it's that good. I didn't even see Guardians of the Galaxy 3. I seen it once. I could have gone to see it twice, but didn't want to. But, I mean, it's crazy because, you know, I, I knew Barbie was going to steamroll. I just felt like it was made for kids and it was going to be made for, like, you know, my generation, the 30 and 40-year-olds had actually played with Barbie when they were younger. Uh, I just couldn't believe that, like, Oppenheimer was there, so I was like, okay, well, you know, I, I couldn't believe that those two were coming out the same day. But then I quickly, you know, realized, okay, I'm, I have to see Barbie at some point. And lo and behold, I went yesterday, which was, uh, I don't know, maybe today's the second 
or no, today's the first. Seen it on 731, about two weeks after what came out. Week and a half, or I don't know. I'm not sure when it dropped. And, I mean, I gotta say, the movie was no holds barred. No holds fucking barred. Crazy, crazy. Uh, I mean, I, I, I don't even know if I can, I, I don't even know if I could, can say anything bad about it. Like, and I've heard some negative things that, oh, it's a de-emasculation of men, that this is more for women. But what the fuck is, you, like, Ben Shapiro went on about some shit. And I'm like, what the fuck is he even, what? You have to know what you're walking into. I'm not going to go see a movie... Uh, a horror movie and expect there to be a, a classical musical piece into it. No. Why would you go see a movie based around a woman doll that's Barbie and Mattel have been an iconic thing? There's even songs about it like Aqua, uh, Barbie were like, I mean, come on, like, and I think Barbie and I think that closely I kind of like think of Madonna I kind of think of like you know just things like that just kind of like I think of like Britney Spears I think of like that you know I think of like Beyonce just kind of think of like that's it and you know and actually even before I get to the my niece is going to be eight or nine this year. Not 100% certain, but she's there. I've already bought in her LOL dolls, OMG dolls. Uh, bought in her some things like that. Bought in her, took it to Five Below and got her like anime stuff. Like she's into that shit. So I'm well aware of the LOL dolls and they're heavy presence. I think a lot of young kids still play with those kind of dolls and that kind of stuff. What is just crazy to me is that Barbie kind of started all that. Like, they even talk about it in the movie. Um, dolls were essentially made as baby dolls. And it was to, like, kind of teach a young child, like, oh, you can take care of your own little baby, like, you know, and that's a, that's a, still a thing. There's still, like, Cabbage Patch dolls and stuff I think is still around. Like, again, there's LOL dolls, and, and there's, there's obviously, there's Barbie dolls out there. But I'm, I'm, like, well aware of what's out there. There's, there's, a the goth ones, too, or, I don't know, I see them at Target, and I see them once in a blue moon at like, you know, like five below or, you know, whatever else. And so I'm well aware, but I don't understand like your train of thought going and seeing that movie and thinking like, oh, wow, this is a a movie that's de-emasculating men or feminizing men or whatever the fuck I've been hearing. And that they should burn their bodies over it because of the message. And I don't even know... I heard something about it being China, like it's another, it's another uh, play on China, like weakening America. Like, uh, come on, dog, you're, you're looking too much into it. And with that said, I probably was laughing from the opening credits to the end credits. Uh, there is wild shit in the movie. I heard that thing too that it wasn't really necessarily made for kids as there's a lot of adult jokes. I don't think anybody cusses. Uh, there is some adult jokes but there was some adult jokes in Super Mario's. 
I think it's kind of they're kind of on par with their jokes, but I think Barbie's a little bit better because uh, some of the deliveries were better, and you can see the people's reaction, like their actual, like there's reactions on the cartoons too. Uh, but I mean, there were just instances throughout the entire movie where I was like, I was just laughing, like. I was like, what the fuck? Like, I couldn't... Like, in the, just in my head, like... Like, if I would have been drinking water, I would have spit it out because I was like, what did he just say? Like, there is just so much fun in the movie. Uh, and again, they, they go... They talk to Ken's, they talk to Barbies, they talk to Alan, they... Um, there's literally... No stone unturned in the Barbie movie. They 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 went all out. Uh, there's musical dances. There's everything that you would possibly think would be in a Barbie movie that you would be like, oh okay, then yeah. Like, it just trips me out a little bit. Like, how how good the movie was, you know. And and I thought Wakanda Forever was was close to being a ten out of a ten. I. Again, I thought Super Mario was close to being a 10 out of a 10. I thought, you know, there's a couple of movies that I thought the Multiverse of Madness was like, it was up there too. Maybe it was 8.5 or 9 out of a 10. Um, there's been a lot of movies that I've been watching that I've been like, okay, this is going to be the movie that's going to be like the crazy. But. I would not have guessed. You know what? Barbie's a 10 out of a 10 movie. I, I don't see anywhere that there's like... The movie is perfect at the 1 hour and 50 minute mark. Uh, it had a message to it. Uh, there's so many good cameos. Again, they left no stone unturned. Uh, the the movie was just giggles the entire time, like crazy funny. That movie, you know, Spider Man, uh, you know, No Way Home, and uh, you know, Beyond the Spider Verse again was like probably a nine out of ten. I just didn't like the cliffhanger aspect of it, but whatever. Uh, this Barbie movie, but it went, it just went hard, man. Like, I, I don't even know how to explain it. I didn't... I had no... I had no... Like, again, I, I knew I was going to see it. But I had no idea what kind of movie... They, I, and you know what? I don't know the trailers even showed that much of the movie. I had to go and watch the trailer to Barbie. Because I'd just been seeing things about Barbie. And people talking about Barbie. And I have, I don't recall... Maybe there was a trailer... But it does not do it justice. The war scene that they had had me dying. Uh, Ryan Gosling uh, nailed his part to a T. I mean, I don't, you know, I don't really know. Again, there was so many people that I recognized from so many other different movies. Will Ferrell. Uh... Oh man, there was there were just so many like they went all, they went hard, man. They, it absolutely went hard. The movie went fucking hard. Uh, there's like several instances of the movie that just stood out to me that like forever etched in my mind. When Barbara was like, "Hey, does everybody feel like they're dying," and the home DJ, everybody stops and just looking at her, and the camera just like looking at everybody's reaction, and everybody nailed. Their reaction, uh, perfect. You know, and that, and I was before when the kids were playing with dolls and just smashing dolls, and then they just yeeted a doll. Once they saw Barbie, they just threw that shit in the air, like they just, I don't know, like they just yeeted it. They just, you know, they Stephen Curry that doll. They just dropped back and shot it out. The, it was like, now nah, we're, <laughs> we're not playing with that shit. Oh, there's so many fucking crazy funny moments in that movie. As a comedy, 
probably the best one of the best comedies I've seen ah, in a long time. Um, and I know Marvel adds a lot of comedy to their movies, but I do like that they act have a story, they have the comedy, they have the action. Um, you know, Guardians of the Galaxy one, two, and three were both funny. Uh, I think three was a little less on the funny, a little bit more on the sad. Uh, and I just kind of felt like they were there. I knew they were going to do the high evolutionary dirty. I just knew it. Um, but the movie was still funny. Ant-Man was funny. Uh, there's just a lot of things in those movies that, you know, you're like, yeah, they're funny. Um, you know, and it was just crazy how funny Super Mario was funny. Uh, but Barbie, easily the funniest movie I've seen this entire year. And probably for a number of years now. Uh, it's easily the funniest. Easily, hands down, it's the funniest movie. And at no point did I feel like... I, I was kind of nervous because I was like, I didn't want to go by myself. So I ended up taking a, a date with me and I was like, okay, we can watch the Barbie movie. Um, but I didn't know what I was getting into, you know. You, you just don't know. I could have walked into like this whole series. I mean, whole series Barbie movie or whatever it was. You know, you, you, I could have walked into like a kid movie. Not knowing. But I walked into... Well, and it just took me by surprise. Like Land of the Lost with Will Ferrell. It had them same kind of vibes. Like, I was like, oh, I thought it was, like, going to be something about for little kids. And completely blew me away. Like, whoa. Like, how funny it was. Like, I watched, you know. There's other, like, I mean, maybe that aspect was there. But I didn't really think so with Margaret Robbie. Or Margot Robbie and Ryan Gosling. I didn't think it was going to be funny. I thought it was just going to be, like. A cute dainty dinsy kind of movie and this was like funny like there when when the daughter sh- completely shreds Barbie to pieces so I was like damn they, and the guy was like the student was like don't go over there she will crush you she will leave you in pieces and she goes over there and she gets crushed and left in pieces. And I mean, the whole, the whole entire berate that she that Barbie absorbed was crazy. <laughs> I mean, that shit went that shit just went crazy. It went crazy. Uh, but there's so many instances like that that just went crazy. Like they wrote that shit and they dropped it and they went crazy as a motherfucker. Like I can't. I thoroughly enjoyed myself. Like, again, when like Barbie was like, yeah, if, you know, does anybody feel like they're dying? I can think about that. I don't know what she says. I'd have to watch it again. Uh, that went hard. And then when Ken gets to the rea- real world and he starts asking them, I want a job. And they're like, do you have an MBA and a degree in this, that? And he's like, no, but I'm a man. <laughs> and he's like, then they talk, you know, they talk about stuff like he's like, I'm a man. I can just have this job. He's like, well, we're not allowed to say that. He's like, well, I'm bringing it back. And he's like, yes, but we're, we, you know, we're at that whole can. And then he, he discovered that men are powerful. And he was like, he started grabbing books and he grabbed all the horses. He grabbed like, presidents and he grabbed like he grabbed like the four worst books you could possibly imagine to give somebody like I could just imagine an alien coming down and being like yo let me learn a little bit about your history and picking them exact same four books at the library like and the aliens probably be like my god do you live like this I mean that and then he took it then he took it to Barbie world and tried to change it to the kingdom uh, the, again, the war scene at the end, the Kens versus Kens, that was funny. 
That went hard. John Cena was there randomly. Um, Will Ferrell's part was hilarious. Like uh, Alan or Michael Sarah, he he was phenomenal. Um, yeah, the whole movie was great. Weird Barbie, and they and it did have a little bit of adult themes to it. It did. I mean, I'm not gonna sit here and say it didn't, but I mean, it was made for everybody. Uh, it also had its very sentimental moments, the kind of moments that you're like, yeah, you know what? The world we live in is a little fucked up, or maybe even a lot fucked up. But there's still a lot of good in this world, and that's where I'm at. I'm like, I'll never be suicidal myself because, you know, there's always, you never know what happens tomorrow. Life is short anyways. I'm just going to enjoy it while I'm here. You know, if I if I want to go eat a fucking 10-piece KFC bucket by myself, I'm going to do that. If I want to take a day off of work, I will. You know, if I want to go to the beach, I will. If I want to run up the coast of California and see all the, you know, Pacific Coast Highway, I, I, I will. If I just want to go to a five-star resort, I will. I mean, there's so much things that I can do that I could just feel like, hey, this was an amazing thing I did for the day. You know, there's, and again, there's no need to, you know, tie yourself up with all the negativity. I just kind of feel like, Again, I'm 37. I'm sure people in their younger days think that, man, 50 years are going to go by, you know, I'm 15, 20, you know, 18 or whatever. Like, I can't believe I can be tortured like this for 50, 60 years. This is no, and you get down on yourself. But, you know, and I understand people feel that way, but I'm just like, you know what? I could walk up my door, hop in my car, and, you know, turn the corner from my house and just, somebody could just T-bone me and I could be gone. Uh, I could wake up tomorrow and, you know, wake up in the hospital. You never know. Just something could go wrong with my heart. Kidneys could fail. You got rabies. Any crazy thing. There's, like, you know, you're not guaranteed life. There's no point in taking it. And, but I kind of feel like when they showed that part in Barbie where she's like, if she wanted to become a, a real person and they kind of just showed like everything that could be, you know, because the world is crazy. And they made, they to me, they made that very clear that the real world was just as fucked up as the Barbie world. Especially where the Kens like had no power. And, you know, and everybody was all happy all the time living their, you know, kind of seemed like a utopia fake life. And I thought that was pretty clear that Barbie was like, okay, what was the point of her being made? She was just a stereotypical Barbie. She wasn't the president. She wasn't a doctor. She wasn't a lawyer. She was just a Barbie. And she wanted to do something. And so she chose to go to become a real person and go to the real world. And I understand the message they're relaying there. Like, hey, even if you had everything in your world, that you know, and you desire to do something, you should be able to do it. You know, or, you know, in the real world, it's just as ugly, but there's a lot of good things in the, in the real world, too. So I kind of felt that the messages that they've had in the movie were really good. Um, I wouldn't have a problem taking my kid to see the Barbie movie if I had one. Or my niece for that instance. I have now seen it. Uh, there's no men kissing, so I don't really know. Um, there's men in goofy attire, yes. A lot of the costume designs were over the top. A little bit. But not nothing crazy that you would say like oh that is totally you know I can't let my child watch that I, don't, I didn't see that nowhere uh, as a matter of fact 
I don't even know if they even dropped any any windows of sex at all like at all Ken wanted to kiss Barbie and they stopped that from happening like two or three times so like sex is not even a part of the movie and I kind of feel like they nailed they nailed it everywhere everywhere across the board like the ending was good obviously they're gonna make a part two uh what's gonna happen with Barbie world now that it's in order what's gonna happen with Barbie now that she's in the real world uh you know Mattel obviously um Mattel is going to come out with other stuff so all of that is going to be interesting to see. And again, like, I really don't know where they could have done anything, like, extra to give you, like, an 11 out of a 10. Again, once again, I, I just probably, this is probably one of the best movies I've seen. Again, I, I throw out some heavyweights out there Endgame, Wakanda Forever, Multiverse Madness, um, you know, Spider-Man, Mario. I'm trying to think of other movies that I'm like, yo, that movie was an amazing movie. Like, through and through, blew me away. Um, I mean, they're there, but they just, you know... I-, I think Barbie's probably the first one since Endgame that I truly feel is a 10 out of a 10. And that's... Again, I went in there not knowing what it what it would be by they had no idea I just knew I was going to watch it because I kind of felt like it was going to steamroll Oppenheimer in too much it cooked it cooked Oppenheimer I, I felt Oppenheimer was a little too long again I mean I don't want to go back into dabbling I, I really wish there was more Matt Damon because all his parts were funny um, and the dialogue he had with Oppenheimer when they weren't funny was crazy uh, I wish there was more Einstein. I wish they gave Florence a little bit more. I wish they trimmed out some of the end stuff. Uh, I wish they would have shown a little bit more of them assembling the scientists. Uh, there were things I would have changed about it myself. Um, but I don't even know where you could change anything in Barbie. Like, this is probably one of the best movies. I don't really know if it's going to win any awards or anything like that, but the movie is phenomenal. Uh, I'm probably going to get it. I know I'm going to get it uh, on Apple when it comes out for sale in a couple months. Uh, Because it's funny. The movie, hands down, is probably one of the the most well-written movies Comedic-wise and story-wise, and like they blended everything great. And the direction was great. Um, I love the Barbie world aesthetic, like them walking on water, the beach not being a real beach, like the set that they built for it. Uh, looks a little bit like you know those stages you see, like the Broadway shows. So I know they I know they saved a ton of money uh not not being in the world and just being on the but I mean they built the Barbie one and they're probably they're gonna go back to it so they're gonna make even more when Barbie two comes out in like two or three years. I just hope that's my one hope for part two is that they're able to bring back literally everybody. It's Ryan Gosling and John Cena. I wish John Cena for a little bit more of a role. Uh Michael Sarah, Will Farrell. Um, everybody, like every, they need to bring back literally everybody in the movie, and they got a lot of people that randomly pop up in there. Um, you know, Shang Chi was in there. I think his name was Simu. Uh, Gravik was in there as well. They need to bring. They need to bring all all of them back. Now, I don't know what the story would be about, but they need. They have a lot of people they need to bring back. 
I think with how well it did, it didn't do like a three or four hundred million dollars, and you're like, eh, it didn't really do shit. This one, I don't know if it's at a billion dollars, but it, it for sure was a movie. It was a good, damn good movie. Funny as a motherfucker, man. I can't, like, again, I went going on about how good it was. If you haven't seen it for some reason, I recommend watching it. Just because, I mean, cinema doesn't get much better than that, man. That was pure cinema. That's what movies are supposed to be about. Fun, a good time, a little message. You know, I grew up around dolls and Barbies. Myself, I played with wrestling toys. So, I mean, playing with toys like that. I've had action figures, you know. Girls have Barbies and dolls. Boys had action figures. I had wrestling. I had The Undertaker as a doll or an action figure. Fat Steve Austin. I had Wolverine. I had Godzilla. I have Funko Pops today. Uh, I just got Mecha Godzilla the Funko Pop like a couple months ago. I got them in the actual store. I, I don't cheat and try to find these ones online and just order it like i try to like i think it's kind of special you know you see a funko that you like like i would love to get you know like a really dope godzilla one a burning godzilla one a small one but i'm not gonna do it unless i go to an actual store i think it's kind of one of those things if you could just sit there and order it online on amazon and it gets delivered to you it kind of takes the fun out of it if you go and chase one down, you have to go to these little anime stores and try to f- see if you can find your Funko there. That I think that's a little bit more special. Like I'm now, I'm trying. To, I'm going to track down the Hunter Hunter. The, the probably like probably like four to six of them. I'm gonna get the the big four: Leorio, Karapika, Gon and Killua. But I also want Hisoka, Trollo. And a couple of other characters, you know, to complete the Hunter Hunter set. You know, but I want to get them at the store. I don't want to order my mind. I could just do that, but I don't, I'm not going to. Uh, that might be the next set of Funkos I do get. But with all that said, you know, I did, I'm a man. I I do remember playing with action figures, do, as well do most people. So, I mean, it's not like I was going to hate the movie, even if it wasn't as funny or good as it was probably you know if i you know the movie's a 10 out of 10 go watch the fucking shit man i mean i don't know what else to say i don't even know where this episode is going to go after this because i've been going on about 30 minutes about how good it was and just why i came to the decision why it was good it just was fucking good uh laugh out loud it's rip roarous funny you have me chuckling uh, in the theater, like, the whole time. Like, what the hell? Like, it was that good. It just was that good. So, with that said, I'm going to pause this episode here. And uh, we'll come back and discuss something in a little bit. We'll figure out what that what that will be soon. Hang tight. Okay, everybody. So, I'm back. So, I finished off a couple of things. You know. And let's just jump back to Barbie for one quick second. I'm going to say... I want to see it again, so maybe I'll go this weekend, maybe this Sunday, but I'm going to go see the Meg this weekend, so maybe we'll uh, we'll talk about the Meg and, uh, you know, review that. Hopefully that's good, but I, I, I kind of want to go see Barb again, so maybe I'll go Sunday. I think I know they have the, the well, I don't know, I have, I have a busy weekend ahead of me, but we'll see. With all that said, uh, let's get into The Witcher Season 3. Um, boy, it was good. And I just... It's overall a little bit of sadness because, I, you know, Henry Cavill is leaving. Cavill, whatever his name is. Or he left. Is it possible he can come back? DC really fucked him up. He had a great thing going with The Witcher. You know. It just... 
it's just really weird seeing the ending of it, knowing that that's how it season three ended, and that you know, I don't know if they had, I don't know if they had a, if they had, if they added anything, if they changed anything when they were doing it, because to me it kind of seems like. The whole entire cast and crew like really teed off on those last like two or three episodes that was the second you know especially Yennefer you know and Gray. I think they had great chemistry uh, the actress that plays Yennefer and I, the whole series was good The Witcher season one was phenomenal season two was even better season three was was good too I mean I give it a two thumbs up. It's probably like a... It's probably like an eight and a half or a nine out of a ten for me as far as series go. I think the only thing that really stops it from being like a ten out of a ten, I I really feel that... Um, just overall, like the season should have been a little bit longer. Maybe ten episodes. Uh, I would have loved to see more Witcher action. I would have loved to see a little bit more monsters in the season. You know, in the seasons. Uh, but, the, I mean, it's just just nitpicking. I mean, they're really good series. I mean, it's... I gotta be... It probably is a 9 out of a 10. Um, and now, looking forward... I mean, I don't know which, what's going to happen in the Witcher Season 4. They're changing out Geralt. Or they're changing out... The Witcher character, and it's just kind of like, damn, will it be the same? Uh, you know, who knows? But essentially, you know, the continent is at war. Cyrilla, Cyrilla, Cyrilla is, you know, just they may make her the villain and I hope they do I hope she goes and eradicates the lands kills everybody Nifelgard you know Centria uh, the brotherhood is now no longer it is now the sisterhood uh, led by now Jennifer because to say it killed herself it's kind of wild Everything that happened. I, I really love the dance. That part, those two episodes were probably my favorite. The two episodes where the, the dance was taking place. You know, because I was like, oh, you had it one way and then they went back and like re-showed it another way. But they kind of edited it so that way you didn't know what was going on. But then you did. But it was really, it was a really good episode. Two good episodes of Vilgefortz. Uh turns out is the main bad guy and he's aligned himself with Nifelgard and um Emir Emir or whatever his name is Emir 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 uh and that kind of, to me that's kind of like okay I see his route because I think he's gonna end up betraying Emir once Cyrilla comes in or doesn't come in uh, I kind of feel like he's going to destroy him and I don't know why his face is fucked up in the end I didn't really think um, I didn't feel that he had taken any damage in his fight against you know his fight against Geralt so I don't know why his face was fucked when he was standing there. Maybe it's a decoy. And then I don't know why he brought up a fake ass Cerulea. That's kind of weird to me too. Um, but whatever, it makes makes it more interesting. Uh, it's it's time to see Nifgard. I mean, that, that's another thing that I've been kind of. They've been like really, really like 
like kind of they've been in the shadows they're there um it's time that they started showing them a little bit more and I think they are the war that's coming uh they didn't kill the other guys the other king and they made Radovid the king uh doesn't look like Radovid wants to be the king at all he's got a hard on for Yaskier but I don't think that's going anywhere. And I think he's going to ultimately be a puppet of Philippa and the other guy. Hey, they have so many names, I forget. And I have hard names to pronounce, so I, can't, I don't remember them all. But nonetheless, The Witcher Season 3 was... It was really good. I mean, I blew through it. I blew through the first five. I watched the last three... You know, the last couple days and yesterday. I uh, just finished it last night. watched it. You know. And overall, you know, just watching Henry Cavill exit scene for the last... Perhaps the last time. Because I know, I know they recast him. I hope... I hope he comes back in some sort of a facet. Uh, because I don't know why, you know... DC fucked him. The, the DC fucked or whoever's in charge. James James Gunn fucked Netflix, and they fucked The Witcher because they had they had a great. I mean, that was a great uh, casting choice. Easily to one of the best ones like some people are born to play some roles uh, you know like Hugh Jackman is Wolverine Henry Cavill did a phenomenal job of playing the Witcher you know I, I could uh, Robert Downey Jr. was born to play Iron Man there, there's some people that are just born uh, Arnold's born to play the Terminator they're just some roles that makes so much sense and just they're just untouched by anything it's like wow that was really spot on yeah the look down the attitude down he brought the character to life you know there's so many and I, I kind of feel that way about Garal and the white shirt um, and overall just even the surrounding cast around the witcher is great too. Um, we shall see how it goes in season four. I'm gonna tune in just on the basis of that the first three seasons were good. So if even if it's even if we're man down, you know, you know these, these things happen. It's the business part of Hollywood, but I mean it's also you know Black Panther and Marvel. You know had that situation come up. Granted, it was very different, uh, but the situation still came up to where okay. Now we need to move on beyond our main character that was did such a good role. You know, Chadwick Boseman was in Civil War. He was in his own movie, Black Panther. He was in Infinity War. He came out in Endgame. Uh, and every little dazzling that of a role that, you know... Appearance he had it was it was good. I mean, everybody. He was a really enjoyable character. Uh, it's hard to see another Black Panther, but they had to do it. You know, they made sure the Black Panther. Um, hopefully, they bring back Killmonger in some sort of a facet in the future. Uh, but we'll see. You know, you know, it's just what it is. You know, those things, those kind of things happen and. It will be up to the rest of the cast, Yennefer and Co. and Yaskier and and Cirilla and some of these truly villainous. And it can, I think they can easily do it. They could just really maul Geralt's face, and so that way he's got to wear a mask or he's got to. And they've already been tampering with that. Like half his face is distorted. They could go that route, and it could just be, you know, the guy that plays, uh, the guy that the new guy that comes in plays sort of a mimic character, 
Uh, I know he's got to jump into the fire with the rest of the cast has to move on from Cavill. And I think it's been a minute, so as far as I'm concerned, season four is uh, is cooking. So I, I get again with The Witcher season three again is another top. It's another top tier project that this one was very violent. Uh, and that's something I appreciate <laughs> that Netflix does. They're not really afraid to show violence. They're not really afraid to show uh, sex scenes and what have you. Netflix is almost lawless. Netflix don't give a fuck. Not, that's crazy to me. Um, but that's also cool as fuck. Like, you get to see some of these stories that you wouldn't normally see, you know, get done up right. Like, like that's how it should be. Um, but again, it's two thumbs up. Moving on from now, we're going to talk a quick minute about Secret Invasion. Uh, most people have seen it now. Most people dogged it. I, I'm not most people. I thought the season was really good. It wasn't. Okay, I was cut off there, but... Um, so yeah, Secret Invasion, I, I probably give it like a 7 out of a 10 rating. I don't think it was as good as it could have been, but it was still uh, it was still pretty good. And I, I know a lot of Marvel fans nitpick and they want these series to be like the ultimate series and, and they want it to be this. But I really feel that Marvel really has done themselves so much. And Disney has done themselves so much. Uh, we're going to look back 20 years from now. And you're going to be able to tune in to the first attempt at the Secret Invasion or the Scrolls and the Super Scrolls. And you're going to look at what they had here and be like, okay when they redo it again in 20 years, 30 years, when I'm an old man, when I'm 60, when I'm 70, and I'm watching, ooh, like, hey, they're going to make a new, uh, they're going to make a new series based off of The Secret Invasion, but you aren't already going to know. You know, and I have this feeling that eventually we're all going to end up in a virtual reality where you will be able to interact yourself. That's going to be the new movies where you plug in on, like, your Apple iGoggle headset or your or your, uh, you know, you plug in, kind of like Black Mirror, and you're in the movie. The movie goes, and based on what you say and the things you choose, you go one way or other. But ultimately, you end up down the same kind of a path, like Mass Effect. You end up pushing the story along, um, and you play your own character in the movie, and you'll be surrounded by actors, and you kind of. Maybe you'll just be the driver of them flying around and watching. And then they'll cut two scenes and then, you know, you know, so on and so forth. And I think whenever it is that they redo things like Secret Invasion, those will be top properties because you won't know who's who. And they're going to be, do we trust him? Do we not trust him? And you don't know who to trust. I mean, those be kind of things to be great to see. But you'll understand at that point, like, hey. What's eventually trying to happen is they're trying to gather all the superpowers into one person to defend themselves in order to combat the Avengers and take over the, the world. Uh, and it was great. It was a great backstory to the Scrolls. I kind of felt that after watching Captain Marvel, like they painted the Scrolls as being like these the refugee I know at that time it was like that's what they were going for as being these kind of like okay the refugees are kind of they lost their home take them in let's take care of them great but I remember them the Avengers fighting the super scrolls and just fighting the scrolls in general that was kind of like well the scrolls to me I thought were never really good the good guys but it was kind of back and forth because they're going back and forth with the Kree um, and now you get to see exactly why that that happened. And I kind of think Disney showed it well. Gravik, the villain, he was, he was, aside from him dying, was, he was done well. I mean, he was out killing people left and right, bombed Moscow. Um, 
you know, I appreciated how violent the show was. They had that they had a torture scene. You mind you, this is Disney. This is a Disney property. It's a Marvel property. Uh, the lady cut that dude's finger off. She shot the dude in, in the leg and had him turn into. I mean, they Nick Fury shot Rhodey in the head. I mean, granted, it wasn't the real Rhodey. But he still shot Rhodey in the head and turned out to be a scroll. Some of that stuff went hard. I think that went over people's heads a little bit. Um, but nonetheless, I kind of feel like the the series was really good. Uh, again, I gave it a seven out of ten. I think it was a little bit on the you know lower end of the budget. Uh, it looked a little lower end of the budget, but they probably spent a lot on the actors, so I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that. That wasn't too much CGI. I actually liked the last fight. I know everybody's dogging Marvel because they're like, "Well, they gave her Mantis powers, they gave her Thanos powers, they gave her Carol Danvers powers, they gave her Ghost powers." And so the fuck what? That's what they got to work with. That to me pisses me off. I, I see the people bitching about how she's got Drax's uh, DNA. The Fantastic Four are not there. You had to have known that from the jump. I was kind of wondering that too. How the hell they were going to get the super, super stretchy ability that Mr. Fantastic had. And they just used Groot instead, which is fine. Everybody loves Groot. She has Groot powers. It'd be fun to see them interact possibly one day. Uh, you know, I want to see her fight Captain Marvel for some reason. I don't I mean, I, let's take it there. I, I, I want to see... There's a million things I want to see. So now that you had this little story, whenever Gaia appears in future Marvel properties, you'll you'll know a little bit about how she got those powers, where they came from. Whenever we see Nick Fury and the Marvels come up, is he really a Nick, Nick Fury? Is he not a scroll? Where's what about his wife? You know, there's several things that you want to see. And that's just what it is. I, I kind of feel like that's exactly what needed to be done. I mean, I think this was a one-off. I don't think they're going to do a season two. I want them to do a season two of Wanda Vision. We'll see if that ever takes shape. Um, but maybe that's not, that won't be a part two. More so, as it's just going to be Agatha, Miss um, Marvel. I want a season two. Now that we don't have to go so much into her backstory, we can just take it off of her team up with Monica Rambeau. But we'll see. Um, but overall, Secret Invasion, I thought was was a, a good show. It's not my favorite, but it's definitely it was good. And I think they did well, from what what they had and keeping it in, in reality with what we have. I think it was phenomenal. So that's it. I'll get this posted up, guys, and uh, we'll see the mag, and maybe we'll talk a little bit about um, some of these other Dragon Prince. You know, if I finish that off or. You know what else? Who knows? But I'll catch you guys uh, on the next one. Laters.